0: Sorry, old sport, I thought you knew. This is the OK Gatsby, colon, is Nick Carraway gay or what? That's I figured the subtitle of the <laughs> podcast would be. <movie.
1: laughs> yeah, this is our exploration of mainly that. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay. 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 Yeah. Now we're on. Hey, welcome to the final. I guess or movie yeah, episode. I the mean, m- nothing really ends. Nothing really ends except for we got through the whole novel except already. Podcast. This podcast and, this the, podcast and, and is- the two movies we watched. <laughs>
1: they had an ending. All <laughs> of those
0: things did end. Um. So welcome to the OK Gatsby episode <laughs> ten. Yeah. Uh, oh, I had to do a quick math right there. <laughs> <laughs> nine like plus nine one. chapters, and then one, and the movie one. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh but yeah, that's what we're talking about today. We're gonna talk about uh the two movies that we, watched, we watched
0: not one. Not just the not the Boz Lerman movie we all watched in high school or whatever. Uh no, did we? Think, no it came out in twenty thirteen.
1: I'm pretty young and I graduated oh, wow. 2012. <laughs> oh my god,
0: I just assumed I watched it. No, I already graduated in college in twenty in twenty
1: thirteen. I uh, yeah, I it came out my freshman year of college. I, I was remember it being a big deal because it created theme parties. For the next four <laughs> years. Because it was like, those shirts came out like uh, Party at Gatsby's or Party Like Gatsby. Oy, oy, oy. And it became like a weird, and it's weird the only time that like literature also became part of a sorority culture. <laughs> yeah,
0: one of, those, one of those two things being combined. Maybe except for Jane Austen. <laughs> Jane Austen, I guess. The movies. Yeah, so. I can't
1: even think of like, well, I guess there's a lot of bro books. Never mind. There's quite a bit. Your flight
0: clubs, your... Uh...
1: But even in like high literature, like maybe On the Road is kind of broy.
0: I get, yeah okay. Um, um, I hope they serve beer in hell. You know all the classic. <laughs> yeah, that's the classic literary. Uh, was that
1: was that Hemingway or was that Henry Miller <laughs> who wrote? Like, I, I, hope I hope they serve, they serve beer in and hell. hell.
0: <laughs> that was Palooka dude. It's dark. I hope they serve beer in hell. Yeah, I like Palooka. It's too bad. it's whatever. It's like it's like Rick and Morty where like the he, fans are, are bad.
1: He's gay, right? And that's like kind is of is like, Palooka gay? I think so. I think know. that's the part of like the like his parody of masculinity is the perspective of a uh, gay man. Good. Okay. If that I'm makes wrong me feel better. Said something silly. It makes me feel bad. And to be fair, we did drink champagne. We drank this movie. We drank a little champagne. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so if we're more tangential than usual. And we are pretty tangential. Yeah, hey,
0: we're tangential. I mean we have we, this is the this is a no script episode. We have no not like a script, but like, you know, we have no reference.
1: We have part. no text to follow through. This is our free flowing
0: track. ADD episode. All tangent version. Yeah,
1: this is our just
0: general thoughts about the book. I guess yes. Um, I was gonna talk about high school the whole time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just had some things about high school. I wanted to some points I wanted to make. A few things. I wanted to list all the women that rejected me. (laughs) Just think about like, look at me now. I host a podcast about a book we read in high school. Hey,
0: so. What? What's that? You don't you don't you don't care? Oh. Um. Oh, hmm. interesting. Well, well, can I well, tell I you Well, I organized this 9-year reunion and <laughs> didn't, gosh darn it, 9-year reunion. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> I went out I went out this year for Thanksgiving and it was the 9-year reunion. It was, so it was 2007 and I was like, where is everybody? And I was like, oh, well no one cares about coming out this weekend. Oh. There uh, there's the 10 years next year or Were whatever. Were you president? No, but I was treasurer. <laughs> I am, uh, I was treasurer. That's yeah. one
1: like the worst things to me. You should have just said no. I was not. <laughs> I was just cool enough to really organize some of No, it's <laughs> my it's my
0: job to collect the money for the 10 year reunion as per tradition. I know the president is the one who is supposed to organize the 10 year reunion. You
1: were a treasurer in student government. That's not student even the position treasurer.
0: you win by having the, either the
1: anti campaign or being <laughs> the most popular guy. Hey.
0: Hey, listen. I was a pretty popular guy, and I uh, wasn't the most popular guy. All right, it's
1: fine. That's why you
0: <laughs> get, end up being treasure. If you've seen, um, was I it w-
1: like a cush position? Like you were being like
0: pork barreled no. into the position. Actually, no, it was not. It was not. Actually, it was one of the harder positions because was like the
1: top gu- top guy. Like, hey, look. I'll agree to your policies. You got to get my man Terrence
0: in here. Let me get a little taste. A little, uh, yeah, t- hey, my my friend taste. Terrence
1: is going to look over your books, okay? <laughs> hey,
0: he's going to give it a quick look over. Make sure you're all hey, the taxes. Hey, if we're going to make
1: prom Titanic themed, because that's how old we are. <laughs>
0: hate to see this whole whole dance go underwater, if you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> So actually, it was very labor intensive because I had to collect the money at every dance. I had to be, I had to like, there were, like hundreds of kids coming in there. I need to be there from like nine until 11 collecting money, at, at, w- at which point I can go into the dance for an hour. Uh did you ever bring dates then? What was the point? I yeah, feel they sat next to me the whole time we held hands while I uh, oh No I'm no. kidding. Wow. Um, okay. I think at that point it was like girls didn't even go to the dances and so I'd meet them what? after. Or I get to I don't know I, I girls didn't even go to the dances? What was it? So well, once you, you're your a your senior girls or or girls <laughs> oh, oh. Once you're a senior, um people stop going to the dances as much once you're a senior. It kind of it, the, the the it's worn That's off. I mean you have your ball, your senior ball and uh uh, of
1: course, everyone has their ball. Of course, uh, <laughs> everyone knows a senior ball. All the
0: debutantes are there. <laughs>
1: when do you make your debut,
0: <laughs> <laughs> your debut, your social debut, and uh, but like at that point, um, you know it was less fun to go to dances, I guess. But I, w- I remember, I do remember seeing girls. I was, you know, a girl I was dating come with her friends, and it's kind of like fun, like oh hey, you know, like and then maybe you see him later. But like you know, it kind of felt good because you got to talk to everybody, but you didn't have to. Dance. It was very structured, or dance. Exactly, you're, you didn't have the dance. You are both a prominent figure, but yeah. you don't have to have will any sort of social charm to get there. Yes, it's very good. It's very well. You can have charm, but any charm that you have while you're taking and giving money, it's like that's all gravy, baby. It's
1: less set up. They yeah. come in, and you make a joke, and you're like, oh, well, where's your date? You <laughs> have
0: right. You've got jokes like you've got like ready-made. Like oh, here's a three-dollar bill. Da da da. You've got like ready-made. Uh, you know. Yeah. It's you, very structured. And
1: you wrote for weeks preparing for this. I go.
0: And this is upstate New wow. Five dollars? Tell Mr. Lincoln I'm busy. That kind of stuff.
1: Okay. So we like that. We just went on a tangent about Terrence's dances for yeah. five minutes. So we'll start a little bit. We'll talk about the, the the movie from 1974,
0: I believe it was. 1974. I'm Terrence Hardnett, by the way. beside uh, lo- okay. me, as always, is Kevin. Lopkovich. Lopkovich. <laughs> a.k.a. Lil Kev, the B-word.
1: Yeah, that was my nickname in high school. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we'll have the B word. Um, keep it clean. So the 1974, we're talking about, what's his name? Sam Watterson. Sam Watterson. Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. Gatsby, I don't remember. Gatsby, Robert Redford. Redford. Oh, yeah, Robert, Robert Redford, Redford, the, the most but, famous of the three. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, although if you've ever seen any Law and Order, then this guy looks so Sam familiar. Watterson, Sam is, Watterson.
1: Like, is probably the most modernly prominent.
0: Mr. McCoy. Because McCoy.
1: I can't name... More than, and I'm film ignorant, but I can't name more than like two or three Redford, movies. Redford movies. But as, in
0: terms of like, uh, Redford was a uh, more of a star, he was a star, you know? Yeah, but then he was a hunk. <laughs> but if you're our age, you know, you're gonna recognize Sam Watterson right away, and it's gonna be kind of weird.
1: He's the working man of the acting world, like, yeah. Been acted for six years. Sam Watterson plays <laughs>
0: Nick Carraway, and um, he's got no gray hair. You know, from the guy with the gray hair, I, I always think of him as the as like the you better be going somewhere with this McCoy, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, wow. It is
1: definitely. And there's even that moment, we talk, like the, that dun-dun-dun moment, where it's like, oh, this is a Law & Order
0: moment. Dun-dun-dun. It's even a little bit over the top for Law & Order.
1: One of the most prominent things about the 70s movie is how sweaty everyone is. <laughs> like, Nick shows up in that first scene where he, he meets with Daisy and Jordan, and it's like beads of sweat. And only, like, the part... Where in the the last scene where they talk about how hot it is there, you're supposed to be sweaty. Yeah. But that scene, like, everyone is, like, grossly dripping sweat. Yeah. In a way, like, this is, like, ugly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they all definitely sweat throughout the, the, in in the hot hot scene, they're, they're, like, dripping sweat. I mean, the only, I want to see Wilson sweating. That's basically the only sweat I need to see. I don't need to see, like, the sweat on anyone's face. We were talking about how in the later, in the later, in the, in the, 2013. We'll say 2013, 1970s. Yeah. We're gonna say DiCaprio, Redford. In the DiCaprio. Is DiCaprio the Redford of our age? <laughs> I'd say yes.
1: I'd say I think DiCaprio probably have more long lasting because he has like he's nominated for an Oscar every year. DiCaprio's
0: a uh, freaking legend, baby. Yeah, he's a legend. He is a living legend. I, I, I think he might has. I think he's got I don't know. But see, we're probably DiCaprio biased, of course. Yeah. Um, but. But I was about to say, he he looks beautiful in this movie. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> but we talked about it, too.
1: It might have been a little bit of the lighting of, like, the same way, like, the Lord of the Rings made the elves all look, like, almost inhumanly beautiful. Yeah, gorgeous. Like, I think that they, they light the whole movie to, like, make everyone look, like, almost like an animated, like, person yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah
0: um they look perfect so wait so we're, we're we're kind of let's break down the 1974 redford version a little bit what else we got for that
1: every every moment in that movie is so
0: serious yeah it's melodramatic i would say it
1: is like it is like written for lifetime like yeah every line is like even like even the ones that are supposed to be dramatic like of course you can't old sport yeah. are like
0: of course you can't old sport right right of course you can. Let's all go into town. Why don't we go into town? <laughs> she never loved you. <laughs> she never loved you. She never loved you. The casting was in it, like Mia Farrow does is a good actor. Mia Farrow is a good Daisy as well. I think she did a great job as Daisy. I think. I think. I think
1: she tried to have the best because, like, we talked about this. Daisy's so hard to cast because it's all voice.
0: The voice thing's gotta get in. Like,
1: like one it's impossible to like know what the voice is supposed to sound like because it's literally a v- description of a voice. <laughs> it's
0: not a. It's like all they not really. They, all they say is that it's perfect, you know. Yeah. And it's like it sounds like money. I mean, it's really hard to live up you to have that to description. Know, like,
1: how do I have the most charming voice to
0: Right. I mean, you have to make a very strong choice. And, and I think
1: Mia Farrow tries a little too hard. It's she a tries little a little too. Hard. I to, agree. Um, I agree.
0: I think Mia Farrow is gorgeous. Um. I also think that the. uh I think that the Jordan Baker of the nineteen seventies version, much more attractive to me personally, uh than the uh DiCaprio Jordan Baker, who's a little bit she's a little bit more slender, a little bit taller, little leaning in more into that sporty thing the description was
1: Yeah, and I think that's kind of the the point where it's like supposed to be like she is kind of mannish, like she's very like she has an like erect rail. carriage. Yeah, she's like rail thin in the uh, 2013 one. Yeah. And like very tall and lanky. Yeah, you could tell like she is a golfer.
0: Yeah, like she looks like an athlete. Uh, yeah, I think in the nineteen seventies version, just kind of like, she's it's like, oh, let's get another hot girl. In she's there. a brunette. Yeah, she's, she, this, this one's a brunette. Hot woman. I apologize. Hot <laughs> woman. A grown woman who's probably golf. dead now. No, 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 sorry.
1: Mia Farrell's not dead, I don't think. Yeah, I, I, I was think thinking re- that it was made in Redford's 1920,
0: but it was made yeah, in the 70s, which yeah. I forget. Not, it's not just, yeah.
1: Yeah, people are still alive from this. I apologize to
0: the family of that gorgeous woman I just uh, perhaps insulted.
1: Your grandma is hot. <laughs> yeah, hey.
0: <laughs> Let her know where I'm at and what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, have her come to the Lincoln Lodge. <laughs> have her come to
0: the Lincoln Lodge. I'm very charming.
1: Yes. Um, but the movie itself is like, the 70s movie can be boring. Because yes. that's one of the things that the 2013 movie realizes that, like... And you talked about this, like, Game of Thrones, is too. It's like... There's huh. a lot of, like, very heavy, important literary moments. But, like, important, heavy literary moments don't often film that well. Because it's literally just a guy saying a line that's, like, a metaphor and, like, like an insight into life.
0: Right. Like, And, like, a long pause does not film very well. No. You know?
1: Especially when it's, like... Long pauses in books always sound so good to an author's head. It's like, yeah, long pause. But in film, it's like a guy just like stops there for yeah. like three seconds, and we have things to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah, and the the 2013 version doesn't give you more to look at.
1: Yeah, it's like constantly every conversation. There's always like a dancing, shiny woman like right behind them, and yeah. like the camera's always swirling. And like
0: even the party scene, which is mostly just like we were getting drunk, it's like it just like it creates. An, they do an amazing montage in the newer in the newer version. The yeah, PCD that version. It's a great. Most part,
1: like even the affair party is wild. Yeah, and then 2013. Like maybe even like reflect of like how wild. I I imagine like kind of like a normal party where like yeah, but you're gonna eventually have to talk about like oh,
0: what do you do for a living? Like a day <laughs> drinking normal. Yeah, like a, like a, like sitting around a, a like, table. Like, yeah, when you thinking. go over to see
1: your buddies for, like, p- St. Patrick's Day when it just starts. That's right, what I mean. Right, pregame phase, yeah. Yeah.
0: But no, they, they were having a They basically, like, implied, party. like, they
1: all took to ecstasy and were like, like, in 2013, the Nick makes out with Catherine, like, a bunch. Yeah,
0: like, right away, and she slips him a pill through her tongue. Yeah. yeah,
1: they take pills. Like, you hear Tom
0: and Myrtle doing Vigorously it. Vigorously having sex, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's... Everyone takes
0: their clothes off and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: but the one thing they don't do is they don't have him go home with a photographer. They do no. have him brush his cheek, the, the, the shaving, shaving cream, cream off his cheek.
0: Nice touch.
1: And that's what we were talking about, too, with the 2013. It's like, they... Bob Lerman really did a good job of, like, anything that could be done in, like, a frame as a, as a reference to the novel was done. Yeah. Like, all the 200
0: oranges were shown. Care was taken, yeah, for that kind of thing. The uh, Dan Cody, but they, they do talk about Dan Cody briefly, but, like, I mean, like, the, the uh, shaving cream is a big example of that.
1: Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a few other things.
0: The th- I mean the the yellow twins that were in both movies. Yellow I twins were in that. both movies. Um, that's that's the only part of that first party scene in the old movies. They
1: have Henny Youngman stand up and tell I love jokes. the
0: joke part. Obviously, it's very close to Kevin I's heart. He's like uh, something about my wife, <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, and then they just like a guy pours water on him, and then there's a fight. It's always interesting what's like added uh, in the movies. Both movies have the line... Let's talk about that.
0: Addition, yeah. uh, Curious additions to the movie. Starting with the one that's in both. It's a weird line you're talking about, right? Yes. Rich girls don't Don't, marry... Don't marry poor guys. Rich girls don't marry poor boys. Wait, wait. Let me get this exactly right. Well,
1: in the the second movie, it's said to Nick, like this... The undergrad who looks twenty seven, like they do, like in the book, it's supposed to be like this, like twenty one year old who's like kind of pimply, awkward, pimply, but also like very horny and like very aggressive. Yeah, tells Nick like. And like he really steals Jordan away, like assertively. He it's kind of like, is weird about it. Yeah. Hey, you, you're too poor to date Jordan B- Baker, the famous golfer.
0: <laughs> Rich girls don't marry poor boys.
1: And it's like, are you got, are you gonna marry her? <laughs> so it's
0: said to to Nick at in the party in 2013. Yeah, in the, in the, the 70s party. version, it's a big part of the um, of the flashback yeah. sequence, right? Well, it's not even the. What? It's
1: like them talking about why they didn't get married.
0: Them talking about it. at what point are they in the hotel? I didn't no, pause the hotel. it's
1: like a weird pre scene of like they're in his bedroom, but like right. fully Clothes talking, and they're like, What happened in Louisville? and they're like, and she cries and goes, like, uh, Rich girls, girls don't, don't marry, marry poor, poor boys. boys, Jay
0: Gatsby. Rich girls don't marry poor boys, right? So that's weird that the they both movies added the same thing. So it's like, so this, this, the newer movie, the 2013, is it like, is it both a remake of the old movie and an adaptation of the novel. At that yeah, point?
1: I think it's like a, he wanted to make reference to the other one because I yeah. don't know if it's seen as a good movie back then. I know 213, most people don't like this movie. And we talk about it. It's like not a. I know it's too not bad. a good plot. Like if it stood alone it wasn't a famous novel, it'd be like, what is this?
0: weird movie <laughs> but right but like that's the thing that's the choice that's one of the choices you have to make and uh a thousand uh sophomores in high school are writing this paper right now about book versus movie but like you have to make choices you have to decide whether or not you're going to like acknowledge that everyone who has going to watch the movie has probably read the book or is familiar with the story right yeah. and it seems like the, the boz lerman one did that
1: yeah so the the uh, Boslerman definitely was like, "Hey, I'm making this for people who like this book. Yeah, I'm not making this for general movie fans because no, because you wouldn't
0: just watch it as a movie. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, and he's like, you know what I'll do is I'll make it fun. <laughs> and, yeah." and he made it fun to the point where I, I was right at the peak of like when this culturally affected people and it was like yeah I'm gonna be a flapper now <laughs> <laughs> I miss that we're all gonna get drunk and we're gonna pretend we're being fancy
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 we're it we're became the,
1: the shorthand of like let's have a fancy party <laughs> yeah let's drink cocktails so yeah and champagne it is I mean I think a bunch of people definitely read the first five chapters <laughs> after yeah. this movie came out right <laughs> um that's always funny to me where, like, Gatsby party is, like, now a phrase that people use. And it's like, oh, you mean a party where you're friends with no one and it's only to get back to <laughs> a woman you love and then it'll go away as soon as everything falls apart? I want
0: to have a party like Gatsby. Yeah, right. Just like, you're just, in, you're just in your room with a door cracked, yeah. listening to music on your own, watching in an apartment to be kind of less, uh, less, uh, yeah, that's gallant. Kinda
1: like, like a modern Gatsby. Because we talked about this where it's like, even, like, the scene where Gatsby surprises Daisy at Nick's house, like, that would have just been done on Facebook. Like, Gatsby would have just, like, friend yeah. requested her, uh, and then, <laughs> then like, they would have, like, hey, I, I haven't seen you so long. And he'd be like, yeah, I mean, I'm, like, in the neighborhood. You want to meet up sometime?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, after, like, a few, like, uh, dancing around on Messenger for a while. Yeah. It's uh, much more personal. It's much more... Uh involved yeah we're all obviously we're all removed and lonely what do you think about that we're all just removed lonely uh and disconnected people yearning for uh yearning for a, a community once again i
1: think that i don't know who said it but that was like of ev- all my mo- every piece of modern art is just focused on the fact of how lonely we all are and that's like everything since the ten like 1910 it's been like hey every human being is the loneliest person <laughs> in the world
0: yes uh, I agree. Gatsby is about loneliness, I think it's about,
1: and even like Nick is like that's another thing about Nick that it really comes through in the in the 2013 movie is he's always right next to people having romances.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah he's in another room while Tom and uh, Myrtle are going in for it. He's guarding guarding the uh, Jay and Daisy at the party, and he's like watching. But them. he doesn't guard them. Doesn't not in the he's mo- kind of over person. there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but he's like, they really make it seem creepy that he's he's there watching them when they first have their like, hey, like well, let's meet up and show you my house. Like in the book, it's like he's trying to leave, but like they're yeah. being weird. But in the movie, it's like he's got these like dark stares, he's leaning into
0: a little more in the movie. Yeah, for sure. And like even at, during the shirt scene, he's kind of like behind like a ch- like a changing a changing screen, kind of like leaning out looking. Um we're right it's more like he's a voyeur than than a guy trying to get like out a, of there. like
1: a, almost like an unpleasant voyeur in that yeah. scene like unwelcome
0: yeah um but i think
1: the main difference between the movie in 74 and the movie in 2013 is that 74 was like afraid to make it fun
0: melodramatic really intense no f- even the party yeah it wasn't very fun
1: no it w- there was like fights and like that first scene in the 74 movie where Robert Redford meets uh Sam Watterson, and it's like so unpleasant, like there's so many long, long
0: awkward pauses, and it's they're just trying to illustrate, yeah, I think that goes overboard you're like they they're trying to illustrate the thing where it's like he's running to ask him something, but he's not sure how to ask Gatsby, yeah. you know, but I don't I think it, they just they just took it and ran with it there
1: and we also talk about it where it's like like before even like nineteen ninety five like no one knew how to film awkward. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Judd Apatow. Like it
1: was only like comedy people that knew how to do awkward. Yeah. But was, like all that movie is filled with like serious dramatic actors, and no serious dramatic actor doesn't know how to like scuff his foot and say a wrong line and know how to do that. So it's just like two guys who are trained to be like look them in the eye and be a man. It's very <laughs>
0: theatrical. Yeah. It's kind of like they're kind of just standing and deliver those lines, and they yeah. let those pauses do the work for them instead of like having any body language or like any. You really feel squirmy yeah in like the, it's uh, like really unpleasant version. it's like
1: yeah uh where it's like yeah like Judd up really was like hey everyone this is how you just be kind of awkward and you make it charming <laughs> right like, there's no charming awkwardness in in the 74 movie at all it's all like unpleasant awkwardness like awkwardness between like two professional real men <laughs> yeah like
0: intense dramatic yeah i mean I think uh, casting wise, speaking of which, the the new the newer Tom is so much better, so much better cast than the yeah. seventy four Tom. It was weird to see Bruce Dern. It's I don't know Bruce Dern. I know he's in the movie with Will Forte. I wanted to see Nebraska. In Nebraska, yeah, didn't see it, but I wanted to. Great
1: movie, I love that movie. Uh, he's great in it. Check too. out
0: Nebraska. Um, Terrence,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm Terrence. Recommending movies to yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm the only listener. Hello.
1: Yes. Um, but yeah, t- Bruce Dern is like. Not that much bigger than Nick, and he's got a weird mustache that he doesn't really pull off.
0: Yeah, dude, he's a little bit.
1: It's so hard to pull off. Like, you have to either go very bushy or like, like arrogantly thin. Thin, like,
0: thin toothbrush for Tom. Yeah, he yeah. needs to be either huge, and yeah,
1: you has to you have to look like a jerk, and to do that, you have to have a Teddy Roosevelt or a French guy mustache.
0: Yeah, he looks kind of doofy. He looks kind of like Borat in the uh, in the old seventy four version, and that's not actually. That's not, I don't think it's that bad. I think that mustache is kind of boraty.
1: Yeah. No, and it's the whole thing of like you don't even see why one, how Tom could be a football player and like a but also too, like what was so impressive about him to Daisy besides his money. Yeah. Like the uh, beast
0: like the beastly mis- the rippling beefy, muscles not beefy. beefy yeah, those like he's like strong like an ox, big bulging muscles coming out of his trousers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That wasn't in the seventy four version. In the twenty thirteen version, definitely saw that.
1: Yeah. They got they casted a stud.
0: Yeah, for sure a stud. Here's a big difference between the uh, two versions. Seventy four, no owl eyed man. Yeah, twenty thirteen really
1: skipped over like that really big part
0: of it. Yeah, and they and that's one of the things that we were talking about is that like it, they touch on. There's so many little moments that, that that can be that can be done, and almost all of them are in both movies. So they're they're very loyal, like loyal adaptations down to these micro plot points. Like I'd say there's probably the like, six major points that you gotta hit yeah you know like the party the Daisy party the uh, uh you know Nick going over Daisy's in the first party, the second party where Daisy and Tom are there, uh the plaza hotel uh the, the murder
1: murder, and then the second murder, yeah, and maybe the funeral but maybe the funeral. That, they didn't even do that in the two thousand thirteen movie, yeah,
0: they skipped the funeral all together no no dead um but we okay we're t- okay then the, but there's no allied man, which I think is a huge um, a huge signifier of like listen, this is Gatsby he is putting on a show for everybody. Remember the Allied man is pointing out the uncut pages he's pointing out the uh, the books are all real but the pages are uncut meaning they have not been opened they have not been read. And he's saying it's very very good it's very uh, this is very well done Wow the ruse is so complete mm-hmm. that was that's the Allied man doing. Yeah. And in the in the Lerdman movie, we were talking about how he had a pretty good speech.
1: Yeah, well, they gave him, they made it a little bit more explicit on the nose, but they let him really one. They didn't even make him seem drunk. They were like, he hey, you're a, co- a smart guy. <laughs> he had a few
0: less, yeah, he had a few less, uh, you know, cocktails at this party, I think.
1: And he's like, you're not gonna find Gatsby in here. I've checked. He's he what's Gatsby do you know the prince the thief like right
0: right with the murderer Yeah right he kind of is more like painting it a little bit more of like yeah Gatsby explicitly. is
1: like a, a fraud on the
0: surface So yeah. it's the same yeah so the Lerman the Lerman version definitely um uses the allied man the way he is in the novel so I think it's a, I think it's a very good adaptation Yeah uh, for that I think it's a missed opportunity to leave him out of the 74 version but that's just it's kind of a tonal thing
1: Absolutely um and it's what's weird about it's kind of well, not weird but kind of interesting about 74 verse 13 it's also like what generation valued about the book and like 74 everyone loved the affair
0: <laughs> the affair was very important it's very scandalous the, like they
1: added scenes between Daisy and Gatsby because like everyone like liked that like like a dark romantic affair between two lovers yeah and then in 2013, it's like, how many parties can we have?
0: <laughs> yeah, they're more into the parties. It seems like there's yeah, there's colors more and like
1: just wild parties, like pills and and so much booze the and like fanciness. Nick is like drunk openly. Well, one, he's a morbid alcoholic in a like a mental facility.
0: Right. So yeah, the the, the 2013 version, first of all, is framed as Nick is writing this in a facility, a sanitarium. Saint? No wait, Saint uh not even it was perkins facility perkins sanitarium perkins sanitarium and yeah.
1: i think that it's reference to perkins maxwell perkins the editor sure because he's saying all because nick is saying all this stuff to the doctor and the doctor's kind of like trying to get it down to make sense t- for everyone right so
0: as an allegory it could be fitzgerald telling all this stuff to perkins who's like all right slow down you nut job <laughs>
1: you alcoholic yeah
0: take it take it easy yeah um so, yeah, Nick is so but anyway, in the opening of that that he's like being diagnosed by Dr. River, and there's like this his chart, and the first thing says morbid alcoholic. alcoholic insomniac, paranoid, yeah, um,
1: and paranoid's weird too, they add that where like he's also like Gatsby was always watching me,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah, I think that I mean paranoid, I mean, definitely thinks he's in the he's in the center of wait, no, he. I don't know if he's paranoid. That's a good point. Maybe more narcissistic. Yeah, he thinks everything revolves around him. He definitely considers himself significant even though he's not really.
1: No, it's – that that movie – well, like we talked about, you didn't like the framing – because basically what the framing advice in the 2013 was that Nick is a mental patient and the doctor's like, hey, why don't you write down this whatever you want? Because you said you like to write. Maybe just write something that will calm your nerves. And he's like, all right, well, why don't I try writing The Great
0: Gatsby? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, here's this great book. And I think, I don't know what, so I'm, I, I I guess like one of the things that made me mad about it during the movie was he kept being like, when he's making all these profound points, he kept addressing them to the doctor. He kept being like, and that doctor is how I always knew that Gatsby was, uh, you know, like a platonic version of himself or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he added these things as addresses to the doctor, which the their profound narration and they're amazing in the book, and they, they're pretty profound in the 74 version too because that's just a voiceover narration that Sam Watterson does. But when it's framed as the doctor thing, first of all, it, it takes away some of the po- po- poetics of these little amazing phrases. Second of all, I like to think of him as um, like kind of a tortured genius or whatever. I don't know. Nick Carraway is obviously very um, articulate and perceptive, And that comes through in the novel as a narrator. But he's also... Conflicted. Conflicted and also, what's the word, Um, unreliable, you know? So I guess I prefer him being unreliable and, like... It feels like a judgment on his reliability. He's definitely crazy. As opposed to him being ambiguous. Maybe he's brilliant. Maybe he's deluded. It's like he's totally... He's in a sanitarium. He's a lunatic. Yeah. I don't like it.
1: Hasn't slept for days. Yeah. And I see that. But I, I... what was frustrating to me about the 74 is that they would shove Nick Carraway's narration into other people's mouths. And it's like, all of a sudden Daisy's saying some like really wise thing. And it's like, like, that's not what that character was. Like, yeah. like, why does Tom get to say this great line where it was all on Nick's? Head? And I know there's like no good way to do that, but I prefer that. It's like, Hey, straight up, like we'll have a narrator. And instead of just like, it would have been like most narrator films are tough right so it's nice to have like a little fun re- reason why to have a narrator just because it's like if it was just him like i i don't like general narrators just because it's like in movies it's cheating right and then it's like that's the one thing of like hey books get to do this you don't get to do this you, guys. you don't own
0: this <laughs> yeah like it's it's expositiony and like uh that kind of thing yeah yeah that yeah. just feels like the good
1: fellas <laughs> right it's uh, yes, You wouldn't believe the <laughs> champagne we had. The other guys were nuts. We were the ones with the balls to go to Gatsby's party.
0: <laughs> Ever since I can remember, I always wanted to be friends with Gatsby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would wa- always wanted to be a Gatsby fellow. Ga- <laughs> I always wanted to be I wanted Gatsby. to fix the World Series. I couldn't be a made man. I couldn't be a connection.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's my impression of someone doing an impression of... Ray Liotta, uh, Ray Liotta, and Jay Gatsby and Nick Carraway at the same time.
0: <laughs> well, well done, old sport. Yeah. Well, the thing we talked this before, where it's like the narr the book is so good that if you have the movie without, without that uh, that amazing language, uh, you doing you doing the movie a huge disservice. Also, it's kind of not a movie, right? Like yeah. if it's not like beautifully rendered in this language, it's just kind of like a weird. The plot is like not s- good enough to carry the whole thing. You know.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing where I think. 2013 just has a bonus of just like we have access to like just the quality of filming and even like we both believe that there's probably a bunch of CGI.
0: There's no way those shots were crazy where it would like zoom around the party. It wasn't like that wasn't a crane shot. That was like they stitched together a bunch of different shots, kind of with the CGI.
1: Or like you couldn't do and like in 74, the, like the film, like they're all great shots. I'm, I'm not too much of a film buff or anything like that, but I'm sure they're all like technically great shots, but. Like, Gatsby's house is Camelot, and, like, Camelot can't just look like L- Long Island. Like, it yeah. has to look like Long Island with a little bit of fairy dust on it. And yeah. Boz Lerman has access to fairy dust that the 74 version did not. I make. mean,
0: like, and yeah, it's manic and it's crazy, and the style of the filming of the party just matches the tone they're going for exactly. I think, like, in terms of, like, being able to shift tones and kind of, like, get the capture moments, I think... Baz Lerman destroys the 74 version.
1: Just to, like pacing-wise. Like, 74, like, took its time, but it was too much, loved long pauses. Yeah. And, like, nothing was ever quick, but, like, we were, like, out, like one, it felt like an hour and a half went by without anything. We're like, hey, wait a minute, we're already at the big conflict scene. Yeah. Like, what the heck happened? Yeah. Like, every, like, there was just montages did, like, huge parts of the books, but, like, party montages were, like, so quick, but they also, like, were really fun too. And like, well, the apartment like,
0: montage was just so fun and so like, it It was like a music video. It spoke, it, there's, there's a lot of stories being told very quickly, visually, totally, yeah. and there was
1: like, in and out, there was a guy playing the piano, like, no, not the piano, the, the trumpet, yeah, <laughs> like outside, yeah. and like, yeah, all, like, party filming has gotten so much better than like, because 70s party filming felt so claustrophobic, probably because everyone was high in cocaine and everyone was like, <laughs> nervous and on, on edge. <laughs> But now party filming can like seem really fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, Lerman movie was so much more fun to watch and moved a lot of quick- more quickly. It was
1: it's almost made it like and I'm fine with it but it was like hey let's just make this like pop art like we don't have to make a classic we can make a fun
0: well yeah they they broke all they broke a lot of rules I mean like you you'd, you'd want to like use period appropriate music or whatever you know what I mean like even like there's a car driving by and it's playing a jay-Z song out of the radio of the car it's not yeah. like it's a soundtrack it's like out of the radio of the car that's driving by
1: yeah. No, and that I love the Jay Z soundtrack. That soundtrack is like
0: great. Yeah, it's, it's probably amazing. the best part of the movie. Yeah, it's pretty huge, and uh, yeah, Jay Z's an EP on this movie. Yeah,
1: I mean, good for him.
0: Attaboy, boy, Jay. Yeah, he needs some more money. So I mean, don't tell Tom Buchanan. Oh, that's true. He's trying to. Yeah, he's uh, He's really. He's really rising.
1: That is like weird how like America de- develops where, like this great book about America in the twenties that has so much weird race elements is then executive produced by. A rapper who rose to great heights. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like,
0: yeah, like it would be like a huge slap in the face to Tom Buchanan. It's hilarious. Yeah. And a lot of the readers at the time were probably like, "Yeah, I'm on Tom's side. He's being kind of a jerk, but <laughs> i <totally> I mean, <laughs> I don't like how he says it. I don't but like, I like right, what right, he's right. saying. Yeah, it sounds like it is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna talking about the racist yeah, side yeah, of the mouth. I'm a centrist. That's what I. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> both It's a proud Dixiecrat. I uh, yeah. Um, but it's it's weird. So the. The big scenes, one, the first scene is very quick. It's before even, like, it feels like, hey, I'm telling a story. It's like, hey, I'm a doctor, and I'm going to tell you, doctor, that I went to my cousin's house, and it was just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. That's 2013. First movie, it's like they really
0: take it in, that first scene they're sitting around that house for a like long a long time. A long time. Everyone's sweaty. Because well, the affair thing kind of yeah, it's more focused. I think the fir- the the 74 version is more obsessed with those that first time he's at Daisy's house and the second time, you know, those parallel Daisy house visits. Myrtle
1: like even Myrtle and Tom had more time together in the 74 version. Yeah, right. 74 loved affairs.
0: Yeah, it was it was more into the Tom Myrtle thing. The Myrtle thing in the 2013 version is kind of just like it's one scene and they do they do it do it. Yeah. They're more duty, explicit
1: but, like there's like there's like all, like semi nude like i'd say like pg-13 nudity yeah Um uh, just like everyone's in their bras but like yeah it's still weird in a period piece to see like take, seeing a woman take off like a full fancy dress is yeah. like so weird <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there's she got like basically like a, like a modern and fancy dress underneath her old fancy dress you know yeah like.
1: some of the, like and that's why i think why so much of this appealed to like college kids at the time was that like it was something you could, like, a style you could still pull off now. Like, Moslemann really did it like, yeah, this is 20s fashion, but, like, a modern twist on 20s yeah, fashion. yeah. He and knew. everyone was like, "Oh, I can be kind of this lady for a summer." <laughs> right, right, yeah, pretty. And that's the thing. I also like. I didn't realize with the patient of Boss Lerman is like, yeah, this all happens over a summer. Like, it's very fast.
0: Right. I think I think he makes some choices there that like that really hit it home in a special way. So like, you can you can fall short on some stuff, but like, yeah, the pacing where it's like it all happened so fast. I mean, I came close to them, and then and then this stuff happened. Then now I'm all I'm ruined.
1: Yeah, it's it's all like. Boom, boom, boom. It's like, hey, I yeah. moved in. My neighbor loved my cousin, and then his love of her killed him, and then I had to move home. Like, it feels
0: more like he got caught up in something. That's also
1: really funny of a guy. He moved there for like five months. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we know any. any That's such an abject failure. Yeah, like, you you go back, to New York for five months. Five months is not <laughs> and very And your long. neighbor, like, you see two people die. <laughs> <laughs> You can't stop drinking anymore, <laughs> and you move. Back and you home. go crazy. You yeah. move into
0: a sanitarium.
1: That's so funny. You, and that's uh, that's the thing about we. I noticed about it because, one thing movie exceeds that is like you get the whole thing right there one sitting. You're gonna take in the whole book. Yeah. And the one weird connection I I don't know why I took the movie to make me see this is that Wilson is a foil for Gatsby. I like this because Wilson tricked uh Myrtle Wilson into believing he was a gentleman so well that she married him. She and, married him. And co- couldn't figure it out until uh, her his
0: friend came by to get his suit. Can I get that suit back? You're right. So right. So your point was and this is really a really uh well point well taken is that is that Wilson essentially tried to pull a Gatsby and succeeded too early. Succeeded too early. Right away. So like he, he got the girl. Yeah, he got the girl, got didn't the have the girl money.
1: above his class. Right. And then she was miserable for 10 years yeah. and then had affairs and he died. Like Wilson <laughs> died. He killed himself.
0: He the suffers. End. Then kills himself. And then right.
1: Gatsby who went the other way of like, lose the girl, get the money,
0: go back after the girl dies too. Yeah. It's way more ruinous
1: either way. So if Gatsby got Daisy right away, he would have been broke and then Daisy would have been miserable. And then she would have married Tom Buchanan or had an affair with Tom Buchanan. Either way, everyone ends up with Tom Buchanan. Yeah. Tom Buchanan wins a, and the
0: he, poor guys lose.
1: Yeah. Tom Buchanan, he's a jerk. He's racist. Yeah. But he has a
0: billion dollars and he, he's going to steal your girl. <laughs> this is a different lens, right? Because, right. Because, like, in this lens, it's like, Gatsby and Wilson are opposing poles, and the equator is Tom Buchanan. You know, Tom Buchanan is always the top guy. He gets both women. He gets both women.
1: He gets the honest poor man's woman, and he gets the dishonest rich man's woman. Right, and they are both dead. The naturally rich never has to work. the The polo player gets all the women.
0: Yeah, and and the movie I remember this now is that like the movie makes it much more explicit. Myrtle is like, I thought you were a rich man, but you weren't fit to lick my boot. And yeah. like it happens at, at a more climactic time. I think we hear about it the other we hear about it first at the party. A
1: party, and it's just like Catherine being like, "She like I had to find out by his suit and yeah. stuff like that."
0: I think for that, it's, you're right. I mean, this is a case where it's like um, the the filmmakers are like, you know what? Well, if we move this over here, it would make a lot more. It would it seem to motivate her choice much, you yeah. know, much more readily. Yeah. Um, than us putting it together in the past. So like, yeah, they present it in such a way where you really see that contrast between. Uh, Wilson and Gatsby, or rather the the comparison between Wilson and Gatsby. They're both kind of like charming frauds.
1: Yeah, they tried. They tricked women into believing they were more than they were. Um, just class wise. Yeah. Um. And then one of them succeeded, and one of them failed. Both ended up dead. They ended up killing each other. They devoured each other.
0: Yeah right. So right, because men who loved
1: women above their station ended up having to sh- kill each other. They
0: killed each other. They destroyed each other because they're like uh, like matter and antimatter. You know, <laughs> once they when they met, they, they were both destroyed.
1: The point of this book is to love poor women. <laughs> yeah,
0: take you know if you're listening to this, take a poor take a poor lady out in the town, would you?
1: And that's what we talked about this before, but that was something that came out where it's like Tom is always on affairs with poor women just because he could be their god. Yes.
0: Yeah 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 yeah. We've discussed this uh, when we were talking about Myrtle the first time around, but like. We talked about the, the the affairs kind of are presented pretty, or just ego clearly. trips from.
1: Him. I don't even think he cares that much about even the sex.
0: Like it's the power, it's the station, it's the you know. I mean, it's like and they're and the women are in love with the station. They they're they're helpless against it.
1: And they all think he's gonna take them away, and he never does.
0: Yes, and he can do whatever they want wherever he wants to them. There's well, no that's another thing. Where
1: like Tom never makes poor women rich women. He can, he, he could, can bring women up, no problem, and it wouldn't be a thing. And he, he never could. does. He could marry he said them. He
0: married Daisy. Yeah. He married Daisy he was already rich, yeah, he could, yeah, he could give him so much money they'd be not poor anymore, yeah, he could send him to finishing school and all that, speaking of which no Finn, yeah, the servants
1: play a very minimal role in both movies, yeah,
0: no Finn, no Ferdy. In either one, no, no, Ferdy. Sorry, Ferdy fans.
1: That's one of, that was my p- probably the funniest line of the book.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't buy. The, they buy the dog in the '74 movie. They don't buy the dog in the in the 2013 movie. Yeah, they even make it a different dog. It's a schnauzer in the 2013 movie. Yeah, and come on. In the '74 version, they uh, uh, um, Gatsby buys Daisy a green light ring. He yeah. tries to give it to her, and she goes, "You wear it." And He wears it in his pinky, and it's like d- it's it's a hat and a hat, you know. It's like, do you really need this metaphor on just to reiterate the doc green light metaphor? As if it's not just glaringly a glaring. symbolic. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally a glaring symbol. I thought it was a little much uh, yeah. to have that in the, uh, you know, thing. Um, yeah, there's no Dan Cody at all in the '74 version. Yeah, barely not Both have
1: a weird. Gatsby's full past is never explained in neither of them. In either one, which is funny because we're talking about they choose leave out different parts. Yeah, they
0: don't get the full story either. And we talk about how it's like it was so important where it was given to us as readers because we we want to hear about it before the hotel confrontation. We need to have that um, Gatsby's true past with the Dan Cody stuff. We always have that, so we know when Tom accuses him that he's not lying uh, out of like malice or whatever. He's lying sort of out of this like American dream yeah. kind of self-made man kind of way. Yeah.
1: He's but not a a criminal for a
0: bad reason. <laughs> yeah, he's got a he's got a he's got a purpose.
1: And there's the morals of that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's interesting about that um conflict scene. It's 2013. There's no wedding underneath them.
0: You don't hear the wedding at all. There's no the wedding bells. Not yeah.
1: even mentioned. They don't even talk about their wedding. And I thought that was in 74 they do it and I thought that was like a crucial Part of
0: it is that wedding bells yeah and they, and they drive them crazy
1: yeah they have to talk about their wedding because it brings up feelings of nostalgia for Daisy but at that point they just have the, co- the 2013 they just have the conflict 74 the conflict is crazy
0: it's a much better conflict yeah they're, they're running through like they the, run through the wedding the wedding like reception. throwing
1: stuff at each other yeah
0: which um, I think it's like a good I think like the tension of that's built up in the in the novel on the page. It doesn't come to life in the two thousand thirteen version. Oddly enough,
1: I mean, Gatsby loses his cool in the two thousand fourteen. Oh version.
0: yeah, you do get a good Gatsby. Uh, he's, he's, he holds Tom screams down, like, screaming, yeah. really red. Uh, you know, Leo with that red vein going down his forehead and the, yeah. the flop of hair coming down, a little lock over his over his eyebrows, and uh, and then and then Carraway says he looked like he really could have killed a man at that yeah. point, which is from the novel, and we kind, you kind of gets lost in the seventy four version.
1: Of like, oh wow, there is like a, a deep anger there. Yeah,
0: like, oh, this is the real Gatsby. I have not seen the murderer Gatsby, as the owl admin yeah. puts it.
1: Yeah. Um but in seventy four they literally just interrupt a stranger's wedding yelling back and forth at each other about Yeah. It's like almost like comical of like how over the top it is. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: like smash a wedding cake and yeah. Stuff like that. Two
1: thousand the seventy four doesn't show Myrtle's death. And I think that was a better call cuz 2013 huh. did and boy oh boy was it over the top.
0: It's like it's the most bizarre lermany thing ever where it's like a spinning kind of corpse like in a weird space And it like,
1: spins like next to the slow billboard motion. of the TJ Eckleburg. Oh yeah, it's right in front of the Eckleburg like, thing. I mean the little detail he does show like her left breast is like cut up and like yeah. flopping off yeah. but like it is like oh here is this uh lady spinning off
0: I think it's like it looks like uh, something like two thousand one space Odyssey. It's like a slowly revolving, like clearly like green screened, uh, lady like with no background at all. It's like why don't you just film her in slow motion? Why like it's this weird like um, like sh- surreal way of filming it, surreal slow motion.
1: Yeah, that was like the only like truly surreal part of the movie. Yeah, and yeah. it' was like didn't really fit with didn't else. fit. How was like, everything was, mm-hmm. else was like magical, but it never got absurd. And yeah. I was like, what is going on? It's a little here? too
0: absurd. The seventy four. How did they? They didn't show Myrtle's body show at all.
1: They just showed up. He just showed up, and it's like, oh, she died. She got hit by. A
0: tr- oh wow. And so we don't have the. Do you not have the Tom talking to? Because it's more
1: of a big reveal that uh, Daisy kills. Uh, Myrtle. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dun-dun-dun. Um. In the in seventy four, they're like Daisy was driving. Daisy was driving, and then the, Th- thir- the 13, thirteen. You kind of already know. It's like, like, then, Wait, Daisy, uh, was Wait driving. Daisy was driving. Yeah. And also, Don't you say. Tom tells Wilson it's Gatsby right there, and then that night in the uh, gas station, um, which yeah. I like, I like, I kind of like that. I think that's another choice where it's like for a film, it's the appropriate choice.
1: Yeah, in the '74 one, they have him come by with a gun too, which is mentioned in the book. Um, but he comes by with a gun, and then Daisy knows, like, oh, he was having an affair with right. that man's wife, and right. then, uh, and then and she's also probably crying because she killed that
0: man's wife. Yeah, probably she's probably upset about that. Uh, um,
1: and then Tom was like, uh, no, it's
0: Gatsby. That's who you want. Yeah. Um, so there's just two different choices of Tom telling Wilson to go kill Gatsby. But I think, like, even 2013, uh, Tom goes, Some- something should be done about that man. So- something should be done about that man. Yeah. It's almost like he's like, go kill Gatsby. It's more. Yeah, but it's, I kind of like it that way.
1: I mean, yeah, that's what he what he did. He made that decision. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think it's a good move. The endings are weird for both of them.
0: First the, of all, I I mean, the 74 version doesn't even say so we beat on boats against the current born back ceaselessly into the past. Never does. Hello. Never what what he does is like Nick
1: has dinner with Tom and then Jordan's there. Yeah. No, he's having dinner with Jordan to talk about breaking up, and then Tom shows up, and then Daisy shows up, and Nick never says anything mean. Like Yeah. Even he even like kisses Daisy to be like, "Oh, we're still friends." Like, "No, you like She's the reason a bunch of people are dead, and yeah, you're just gonna like let her it. be fun and silly. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. But then what 2013 13 just ends with him kicking everyone out of the house. Like there's no funeral, and you it's know, just it like Gatsby's re- dead. Yeah. There's no, and it's just reflecting on, uh, just like oh, he imagines Gatsby at the end of the boat, and then he does the last page.
0: Yeah. So they have that part with the with like the you know, um, you literally running. type typewriter font, yeah. <laughs> born back ceasely into the past over the screen so we run farther tomorrow and tomorrow and one fine morning that's also very beautiful it's like a separate beautiful passage yeah and uh, one fine morning dot 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 dot, dot a lot dot, of things fun things
1: happen on dot dot dots.
0: okay on the gay front we have almost no no filmic evidence of Nick Carraway being gay
1: 2013 does acknowledge that he brushed the cheek of the
0: photographer allegedly no I'm kidding he definitely did we saw him do that
1: yeah But no indication whatsoever of any sort of like attraction. Even in 2013, he even makes out with like a couple women.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, a little disappointing for team team Nick Haraway is gay.
1: I mean, why are they trying to hide the truth? You know,
0: was it in the (laughs) the the 74 version, Jeff? (laughs) Hello, Uh,
1: 74 version doesn't even acknowledge like they they don't even have him like talk to the.
0: But there's like a look, you said? A little bit, but yeah. it's,
1: they just kind of like, hey, they zoom in on the photographer and he's like a weird-looking dude. Yeah. Probably right. the seven he's like, look at this weird-looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa.
0: A weirdo. But you say it'd be a little bit of a stretch to say that that yeah, was Yeah, you a would hit. have to be really determined.
1: And maybe we're crazy. And maybe we're too determined to prove.
0: Maybe you're right. Maybe may be crazy. crazy. <laughs> but it just, just might, might be a, a lunatic, lunatic you're looking for. Good, right there's perfect. That's where you wanna <laughs> not, uh, yeah, I mean' go any farther.
1: it was fun. I had fun watching these movies. I thought seventy four was worse than thirteen as far as entertainment wise same uh yeah, I have no I don't have the skills the critical skills to appreciate sort of like film stuff and like I don't even know what good acting is really too much beyond like whatever an average person would say, so maybe seventy four has some subtle nuances that I'm missing. But thirteen was just like, hey, let's just make a music video out of the book, and it's like,
0: you know what? That was fun. Yeah, I think they're going. Th- it's funny because they're doing different things. Clearly, like a lot of different choices were made, but like, th- honestly, crazy down to, down to the moment by moment. Like even like, okay, after after uh, Gatsby and and Daisy leave the Plaza Hotel, Tom turns and he goes, "Would you like some whiskey?" to to Daisy and and Nick, and it's a, it's kind of an interesting moment because they're like. They're like, am I on Tom's side? Am I not on Tom's side? Do I want to have his whiskey? Do I want to just leave here? I don't want to be a part of this. All of that's like in that moment, and both movies have that moment. Like they're like the down down to like there's like 15 or 16 crucial plot points, crucial moments that are hit in both movies, mm. and they're going for different things totally. I think like the 70s one is is more like a is is like a a drama, a romance affair, <laughs> Victorian Rome. Yeah, it's more of an affair. It's more in the Jane Austen. Um, sort of tone like
1: partners switching partners yeah yeah
0: i love and i love the music video description for the 2013 uh, version is good i like the 74 version more than i thought i would i'll say that really yeah i mean i thought it would be very bored but maybe i'm getting older yeah more mature
1: you're uh, too old to lie to yourself and call it honor
0: call it honor i'm I'm 27 years old too old Mm -hmm. to lie to myself and call it honor
1: i talked to a, a, a gentleman in like his 30s about this book he's like yeah i reread that recently you should read it in your 30s. It's about being 30, just being a guy with no dreams. And I was like, oh. well, that's a really sad sentence, but I guess that is a way to read them.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Turns out every book is about a guy with no dreams. Isn't that weird? Oh. <laughs> when you're 30, it is anyway. Yeah. Oh, whatever.
1: Yeah, this all 30-year-olds like, oh, this guy with no dreams. He's like, no, this is a book about a guy who has a lot of dreams. <laughs> this is what we call Invincible. <laughs> this is Ocean's Eleven, this jerk. This is Rocky. <laughs> he has dreams <laughs> no he doesn't he's 30 there's no dreams <laughs> this is field of dreams This <laughs> is literally he has a dream yeah <laughs> no i think i uh i really i think i really had fun going through this whole book me too man i i had a greater appreciation for the book like i learned so much more about fitzgerald's writing and what he was trying to do and i had fun like just like even like there's a lot so much nostalgia to this book cuz you read it when you're 16. Right. You probably read it again when you're 18 and then every like once in a while from that cuz it's so quick to read you could if we wanted to we could read it in a weekend.
0: Yeah, you definitely read in a weekend. And it's just Yeah, like, so what did you at yeah, this time what popped out to you more than the other 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 times?
1: Well, Nick Caraway's like bisexuality, homosexuality really stood out that angle. Um
0: Score one for team Nick Caraway's gay. Let me hear you
1: yeah all right. um i think just all the details of how many little things all how many foils and parallels and even just like fun things were like like nick's from the duke of Buccleuch. that's what his family says he's from and then gatsby has a picture with that guy right the connect
0: little threads um like
1: the little things about the goddard and stoddard like tom tom and gatsby are the same nick and gatsby are the same Wilson and Gatsby are the same like I think just the detail that the book went to to really tie as many little threads to every single character yeah uh, really impressed me this time and just like how how I never really put too much into how unreliable of a narrator Nick is but just the contradictions of him alone just being like I loved him I hated him like in
0: print yeah paragraphs away from each other
1: yeah like There's never how inconsistent he can be throughout and just like even like the drinking or it's just like. I think I think I really invested in Nick this time as like a compelling character Where before I always saw him as like a sort of like a wallflower of like a guy who was just like, oh, what a reliable man to tell the story. And now it's like, here's a raging alcoholic battling
0: homosexuality. Yeah, a good protagonist. He's more of a good protagonist. He's an active
1: protagonist. Like he's trying to like save the life of the man he loves. Watching the disaster come and trying to like drink his way through it until the death. And then he has to plan the funeral.
0: Like his arc is like really sad. <laughs> yeah, he's got. Yeah, it, he's it, the biggest tragedy of the book. That's a that's an interesting point. I guess so, because we know we're on his Gatsby's side. He's dumb. Gatsby's dumb. Daisy steps in it. Well, also, Daisy's fine. And so is Tom. So I forgot about that.
1: Tom's fine. Daisy's fine. Gatsby was making a huge fall that everyone told him was a huge fall from the Yeah.
0: I mean, Wilson gets nothing but crap the whole time. Yeah, and and Wilson,
1: yeah. Wilson's just there to be like, hey, this is what Gatsby would have been if he married Daisy at at 19.
0: But we should really, yeah, you're having having more sympathy for Nick in this reading. Yeah,
1: because, like, even now it's hard to move across the country when things aren't working out. Yeah. But in the 20s, he leaves Minnesota and Chicago to go to another part of the country, the most difficult-to-live-in part of the country. Yeah just to try whatever he's like uh bonds maybe you know what they're doing i just have to get away from this woman that i'm engaged to and then he just drifts between women to women has weird like weird experiences that push him beyond his limits like tries to save the life of a man that he's captivated by watches all the immorality in the world fall upon his shoulders and then has a mental breakdown yeah
0: he has a lot on his shoulders and it yeah I, I, that's a yeah And this this reading we definitely got into nick carraway as a protagonist as a sympathetic character rather rather than an impartial narrator which i think is like the surface read yeah of gatsby
1: it's it's useful for high school just because you need to just get like hey he says this happened and this happened that like you don't want kids being like well how do you even know that green light's there <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, and one of the things that I noticed in this reading was like how explicit these symbols were. I thought that they were kind of like more traditional symbols that like, you kind of figured out in your own, but like he literally, like he calls his shots. I loved that about this. It was like Fitzgerald writes an amazing thing and he goes, I don't know if you noticed, but right there, Gatsby is the Platonic conception of himself. Um, and
1: then he literally came out of a cave. <laughs> yeah,
0: he, he, Yeah, like it's all just spelled out like, okay. Uh, you know, the green light for him was an, uh, an enchanted object. Is a symbol of this and that. Like just calling his shots every single time. He's got good
1: vocab too.
0: Oh yeah, oh the man, the man the the phrases.
1: Word of the day calendars.
0: <laughs> I uh, yeah, I remember reading this in the summer, and I would just be underlining phrases and copying them over. I was like, I was like twenty three. I was in Chicago, so I was twenty three. I was twenty four, I guess, and I just kind of blew my mind again. Um, and I was telling anybody who would listen, uh, which was very few people that, like, it's, you go back and read The Great Gatsby, it'll blow you away, just, like, in terms of, like, as prose poetry. Yeah, absolutely. So I came into it, like, waiting for those um, warm human magic, those little three-word amazing phrases that he drops in there, Mm. Um, like, beautiful little fool, all those little, like, oh, perfect word pockets. Mm -hmm. Um, I was ready for that, but then um, I saw the symbolism and the the structure that you point out. The structure is so solid, and every metaphor holds so much weight that you can push it, you know what I mean, like, you can push each analogy uh, metaphor as far as you want, and it supports it. The, it supports so much analysis. Yeah. It's such a uh, perfect scaffold for uh, analysis. I mean, like, Opportunity, American Dream, West Egg, East Egg.
1: Even little things like the dog. Like, oh, my God. I, never I, even, I thought it was such a weird part in the beginning where it's like, oh, he had a dog and it ran away. I thought it was <laughs> be
0: like a running bit. I was like, I'll, be the, I'll do the dog bit where I just always mention the dogs. And it's like, actually – Checking on the dog
1: was thing like
0: was very rewarding. <laughs> yes. It was very rewarding.
1: Uh, dogs are ignored by rich who don't need that sort of love and care and sacrifice. Yeah.
0: Let's review as a victory lab from my dog thing. So I got upset because Nick had a dog for two days and had never had a name. It just ran away. He never looked for it. It was gone. Then Tom takes him into the city with Myrtle. They buy a dog. That dog later both a betrays Myrtle by revealing uh, Myrtle's They're affair to Wilson through yeah. the collar, yeah, and B makes Tom cry about Myrtle's death when he sees the dog biscuits at the old apartment. Yes, there's also there's a lot of dogs in the movie. I forgot about that. A lot of dogs in the movie. There's like dogs sitting on people's laps. And there's other like dogs on leashes, th- mm-hmm. which is kind of like a choice because dogs are hard to put in movies. Yeah. But and then what, what's the last thing with the dog in the book? Uh, uh, anything else? I don't know. There's. Good I think it's just so
1: important that the salesman. What look oh, like Rockefeller yeah. and like like dogs were like in all these like really important small moments, yeah,
0: go buy ten more dogs with that thing, yeah, oh yeah, uh, he hit her like a dog, or like you had a dog, like' yeah. it's like, okay, so obviously dogs are down there, they're, they're not important, um but right, so like that's an example of like if you just tracked anything, if you just yeah. tracked like the color blue and you and you picked it and tracked it through the novel, I'm sure you'd be rewarded for your attention to detail because Fitzgerald is such a good author that he rewards almost any analysis, yeah. No, it's,
1: it's great, and it's, like, even, like, uh, it's helped me, like, read other things. I'm like, oh, I should really go closer, because last time I did that with the Gatsby, it was, like, I saw so many more things. Yeah. More, and more bang for your buck if you read closely into uh, everything.
0: Close reading, I mean, if, I mean, provided you trust the author enough to reward your close reading, like, if you do a close reading of, like, you know, like, a story your little brother writes, you're kind of a lunatic, right? But mm. if you know that someone labored <laughs> over these things... Um, it's it really makes it worth. That's what makes the, it a classic is it's worth revisiting. And so if you have an idea of something you think we should revisit, f- comment on our Facebook page or tweet at us or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, this has been so much fun. I hope I hope at least some of you are listening right now. <laughs> hey. Uh, and I mean, thank you for following along. I hope you I hope you reread the book and really liked it too. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed our meandering. Uh, and yeah, next time we have another one, we'll uh,
0: we'll post probably on this page about it. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll bother you about our next thing through ever, through however you found this thing. Catcher in the Rye, maybe Catcher in the Rye, was, was discussed. Um, I've never read To Kill a Mockingbird. I've never read it. That's a good one. That's a crazy thing to not to not have done as an English teacher. It's like almost like you've never read that as an English I've never one. read that period. I never Man, read To Kill a Mockingbird. That,
1: that used to be my favorite. That's a, that's one of the ones like a great plot book. Okay, plot. cool. And like, also, I love a good lawyer scene because I love, it's hey. such a good, you just write an argument.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You get to preach. Yeah. My dad's a lawyer. He's a trial lawyer, too. Oh, he would like, yeah. and uh, I never got to see him. I never got to see him in trial. I'm still wanting to see him do his thing. Interesting. Um, so, yeah.
1: Do you want to go see Terrence's dad do trial? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> this is not, <laughs>
0: check <laughs> us out. Um, um, but hi. yeah.
1: So, thank you guys for listening to the OK Gatsby. This I had been, a great time. This has been so much fun. Yeah uh obviously we're both stand-ups in chicago check us out at the lincoln lodge uh we're at the under the gun theater uh in wrigleyville every friday and saturday at eight o'clock
0: eight o'clock and then
1: obviously we got social media stuff i'm kevin lapkovich on all of it uh i am uh,
0: ha heartnet on instagram and uh my name is terrence hartnett on facebook just 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 uh friend me also i think uh, pretty soon com is gonna be fully up and functional Ooh, look, look out you. thank you squarespace for sponsoring my website at full price thank you so much
1: all right. So then, you guys—if you guys are still listening, you liked it. One, thank you so much. And two, share it with a friend. Um, and then—and
0: please tell me, just tell me you liked it. HaHeartNet at gmail.com. And, and uh,
1: make us famous, please.
0: <laughs> please, i uh, like to be. I'd like to. You think um, we read
1: a book for no reason? <laughs> I want my, I want
0: money for my personality by by itself, if right. possible. Thank you so much. Thank it's you, been the Okay Gatsby. Hey bye. Kevin, thank you very much for uh, joining me on this journey. Yeah, thank you, Terence. Goodbye.
1: Bye bye.